Hello, podcast friends. This is John. And Kim. And Kim. This is Perfect in Love with John and Kim, and this is our first episode. Yay! Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. We are still learning and figuring this all out, so please be nice and extend us grace, which is ironic because we're definitely going to talk about grace a lot. Not my sister, which I do have a sister named Grace, but grace is in what God extends to us. So, honey, what's perfect in love? Why are we doing this? You have the notes in front of you. Oh, fine. Perfect in love. Not because we are perfect, quite the opposite. We are definitely sinners saved by grace. The amazing thing is that we are perfect in love because we are perfect in God's love for us. Only in his love are we perfect individually and together. Christians are perfect in his love because his love was given freely to us, freely given to us with his sacrifice on the cross. Our marriage isn't perfect. No, it's not. No. But we've been told by many family and friends that it appears different. Many strangers that we meet. And so we felt a call to just invite you in to see what it is that's so different. We hope to talk about scripture and our faith and our journey and how we've got to different places. And to cover many different topics that come up probably in most marriages, but they come up in ours. And uh, we'll just show you how we've navigated them right or wrong otherwise um, you'll get to see and decide for yourself if that could help you in any way so kimberly can you tell the folks a little bit about who we are we are john and kim oh you want more than that (laughs) okay so um we've been married almost 10 years well we just passed our 10 year um anniversary almost 15 years together is what i meant to say um started dating when I was 17 and he was 18. Um, He proposed my first semester at SBSU and we waited until I graduated in May of 2012 um, to get married in July of 2012. And um, like I said, we just celebrated our 10th anniversary and um, we both grew up in Vassar, Michigan. And we just recently moved to Seaboing um, which is further up in the thumb to serve at Bayshore Camp, which has been my camp home since I was 10 as a camper and a counselor and a dean. And now sitting across from me is the famous camp lunch lady, um, also known as the food service director. And um, he's working in ministry here, and um, which is funny because I'm the one that went to school for ministry. But uh, um, funny how God works that way. Um, but we have three animals. Um, two dogs, Missy and Bella, and then we have a cat, Princess, and she lives by her name. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little uh, quick um, overview of us. I am an adult competitive figure skater, and I coach skating at two different local rinks, and um, I have fun doing that, and we'll get into that in a little bit um, further. But yeah, that's just a quick overview of the two of us, and We'll dive further into details of that um, probably in later episodes. Excellent. Excellent. You happy now? They know who we are. We're not strangers. We're not strangers anymore. Okay. Introduction to our lives was her idea. So I want to make sure we honor that. That's how things work. So I'd like to open us in prayer. 
Father, thank you so much for everything that you've blessed us with. Thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast and the technology to speak to people all over the globe, wherever they may be, friends, family, internet strangers, happy to spread your word. I pray that you get us out of the way as much as possible and that what you would have be said or be heard, have that happen. May it all glorify you and multiply your kingdom, Lord, for you deserve all of the praise and glory. In your name we pray. Amen. So, we have done so much discerning and prayer over how to do this, how to share and invite people into our lives and to share what God's done for us and how we discern uh, what he's called us to do and um, trying to figure out how this podcast would work. And one thing that has been a stumbling block or obstacle in starting this has been that we're very different. Uh, the way we do things, Kimberly and I, is, is very different. Uh, for instance, when we were in college, we took one class together. Went to the same school for uh, the entire time Kimberly was an undergrad, and the rest of the time that I was busy not doing well in undergrad. You know, lots of people go to do- go to college for like seven years, but in the words of David Spade, they're called doctors, and I am not one. So, but at any rate, we studied so different. We took this one class together as a political science class, which was in one of my many minors. Uh, not in Kimberly's, it was just a gen ed for her. And through that class, we learned a couple of things. One, um, Kimberly is a note taker, flashcard person, highlighter, studier, worrier, and memorizer. Memorizer. I am not. I am a probably going to show up to some of the lectures, read the material once, and take the test. Stay up really late and then get a good grade. Well, uh, stay up really late, but don't make it sound like I was studying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what we learned also through that class as well, where our methods are very different, um, they work differently too. And for me, it often works better than it should. And we've also learned we're very competitive. Um, Kimberly does not like to not do the best at things and so i think that was our first instance of somebody really that wasn't like mom or dad or siblings somebody really being invested in our relationship and caring uh, the professor of that class definitely seeing the potential for probably domestic violence i don't know <laughs> but he somehow we earned he said earned the, the same, same grade, grade. Um, I think it was really just to protect us. So, at any rate, so we know we do things very different. If this was just the Kimberly Skating podcast, it would probably be scripted, written out word for word. It'd be recorded a hundred times and, you know, then published perfectly to millions and millions of followers because she would promote it and promote it and promote it and promote it. But it's not. John and Kim and so scripting is out of the question because I wouldn't follow it anyway 
So we decided it would be best to just carry it on like we would any conversation in our house. We think of something to say, a topic, and we try and do our best to just converse about it and let you listen and, and decide if it was for you or not. So we went through the other day a list of topics. Kim really put it out on our new Facebook page, Perfect in Love with John and Kim. And apparently we have an Instagram too, so I think it's out there. And requested uh, you to let us know what you'd like to hear. I'd like to say that it's still open. We will get to all of them, I promise, and do our best. And do our best to involve uh, and tie to scripture with each and every topic. So, without further ado, I thought that we would first start and jump into the most uncomfortable of topics we could possibly get into for Kimberly. Um, and probably it's in the top three for me, too. So, uh, figure we'd get our most vulnerable, get it out of the way, and, uh, you know, the world is at our feet. From there, we could cover anything. So, kids. Why don't you have kids? Do you plan on having kids? Will you ever have kids? Can you not have kids? Ooh, I'm sorry. But seriously, when are you going to have kids? I hate that question. <laughs> I despise that question. For more reasons than one, but it's just small talk. Like, you can figure out something different to talk about that's about me. Like, not that kids aren't important, but that's part of the reason why I don't like that question. So, okay. So let's talk about where are we at with, with kids? How come, you know, have we talked about it? Yes. Okay. Numerous times. Oh, you want me to elaborate? It's a podcast. Yes, I know. Um, even before, like, we got married, our honeymoon, like, now, like, we've talked about kids a lot. And um, we talked about names. We've talked about how we were going to raise our kids, how our, where our kids are going to grow up, like, all of that kind of stuff. Yes, we have talked about it. Um, why we don't have kids? It's a combination of a lot of different things. and. I think for me personally, it's been filled with a lot of guilt and a lot of the devil screaming at me and saying I'm not good enough or it's too scary or that kind of stuff. But um, anybody that knows me knows that skating, ice skating, figure skating, whatever you want to call it, has been a huge part of my life and something that I couldn't do as a little girl. something I dreamed about and finances weren't there. The time wasn't there. And when I was in graduate school for a ministry degree, I had to do a self-care project and skating became the thing that came out of that. Like it started off as one day going to the rink, just taking a learn to skate class. And then now I hear, you know, here I am as a um, national gold medalist and I'm coaching and Um, doing all these things to reach out to people in a different ministry setting. And I feel that right now, this is where I need to be as my, as my calling. Um, Boom. And we've talked about this before. We've had a friend say it. We just, we don't feel called to have kids yet. Um, 
do we have a lot of kids? Yeah, we have a lot of camp kids. I have a lot of skating kids. We have kids, um, summer staff that we've had at the camp here this summer. Um, there are kids like, you know, they're old enough to be our kids. We're old enough to be their parents. But personally, because of skating, because of that sacrifice, because of, you know, things that we've talked about, um, we as a couple have not felt called to live that yet. Um, we haven't felt that strong calling to have kids um, in the current situation that we're in. We're serving in ministry and we have kids. It's not that we're missing something in our life right now because we have kids. All right. All right. You're getting a little preachy on us. I like it. Sorry. This is take two, <laughs> by the way, folks. The first one didn't didn't record. She wasn't nearly this feisty, so we got her all warmed up, and now she's she's raring to go. And I think what you hit on right there was there's been a lot of discernment and a lot of prayer. Yeah. And a lot of searching if and when we're called, if, if the Lord wants us to do that. And so, you know, we know that if God wanted us to have kids already, it would have happened. It would have happened. There, that's yeah. That's nothing's gonna stand in the way of that. Um, there, there's no birth control on the planet that will thwart God's will. Sorry. So you know, any of you out there with plans tonight, like keep that in mind. You better be <laughs> awful sure God's not ready for you to have kids. So yeah, and so you touched on our, you know quote-unquote, you know, extra kids or adopted kids or whatever you would call it. And, you know, a couple of things to note in there if you don't know us very well or if you're not familiar. Um, these kids, you know, whether they're summer staff or people that we've coached or... You know who you are. campers, yes, you know who you are. And it's never because we feel like your parents are less than or that they're not good or that they haven't done a good job or they're not doing a good job it's merely because we recognize that we're supposed to love and we're supposed to love on everybody that we you know have the ability to and there's a need for that you know life's hard growing up's hard and so there's nothing wrong with getting help from extra, extra parents. Yeah. And so that's one thing that as we've prayed and as we've sought things out and sought out our call has always been crystal clear. You know, wh whichever person it's been who's become our extra kid, either for a short season or, or they won't go away, Jake, you know, um, it's been abundantly clear that that's what we're supposed to do. And that's been really cool for us mm -hmm. and has blessed us as much as I'm sure, if not more than it's blessed any of them. And so to kind of spin this and what this topic I think is supposed to be and is all about, it's not about us just talking about if or when we're ever going to have kids, but you know, any of you that were listening for that, there's your answer. We don't know. Um, we'll keep praying about it. We've wanted it, parts of us, at, at times. It's just never been right. 
and you know if it does become right i mean if this changes tomorrow we'll both be okay but it hasn't but what this is supposed to be and and needs to be about are two things basically one keep it about what our entire life is supposed to be about what god wants from us and for us but two if maybe you're that person getting and receiving the uncomfortable questions the ones that are getting hard to answer you know maybe you've tried and tried and you desperately want to have kids and it's not happening maybe you're just uncomfortable and you feel like you should be and you're a married couple out there and you feel like you should be because that's what the world says that you should be you have permission to be okay with who you are right now and what the Lord's providing for you. It's okay. It's better than okay. But for all of us that are the ones who are just conversationally asking those questions because culturally that's... Small talk or the thing to do. It's what we do. It's what we do. We ask about work. We ask about kids. Here's something to consider. If we have kids someday, are people going to have to ask you about them in order for you to brag about them and talk about them and tell people about them? No. Not a chance. Just like our our, our dogs our dogs and the cat now and skating now and camp now. You talk about what's important to you and you'll tell people about that. So let's normalize asking questions like this. What are you passionate about? What's most important in your life? Nice meeting you. What what exciting's going on right now? What uh, where do you want to be? What are your dreams? What's your faith like? Where are you at with your faith? What's exciting at church right now? Let's stick to what matters. What affects the eternal? Don't get caught up in what the world says we need to be focused on. Because in the scheme of eternity, however many years we get here, is not nearly important enough to be allowing Satan to get a louder voice in somebody's head. Yeah, with some of those questions, not the open-ended ones, but you know, the when are you going to have kids as a if it's a sensitive topic for me or for somebody else, like the devil starts creeping in at that point. Um, so just be careful on a lot of those, those questions, not saying that they're bad. It's just being aware and being aware of um, people at certain points of their lives and just having an understanding. And that's most important too, I think. Yeah. Well-intended questions they may be, might not be helpful might not help you get to know somebody either might shut them down might do a number of things but where can you go wrong asking and knowing about what somebody wants to tell you about you get to know them better you're going to build relationships heck you might even show them jesus Wow, wouldn't 
not be neat. <laughs> you don't even have to be a preacher, some big shot evangelist, or a Bible scholar. You'll just show that you, that you love them, that you care about them, that you're listening. Oh, that'd be neat. That was just, we were talking about this earlier, but just tonight at the rink when um, I'm one that doesn't talk during practice and um, somebody had some, you know, faith questions. Where do I go to church? How do I get back into it? Um, you know, what what scripture should I read? How do I start reading my Bible? And, you know, sitting there for the 10 minutes on the ice that I was like, crap, I should be doing something um, ended up being really important because I was showing love to somebody in the place that I was called to be and God using me as that vessel. And I think um, being that person is also important for somebody showing you were talking about love and showing love to people. And, um, you know, she doesn't know my favorite color or anything like that. It's just a matter of, you know, I was there, I was talking to her and I was willing to show, um, show some love and tell her about Jesus. So your favorite color is pink. It is. Yes. She'll get that in due time. So thank you so much for listening to this. The moral of the story for today is we love you. We appreciative of you. Thank you. But go out there and show that love to somebody else. And hopefully, you know, what we talked about tonight is just another way to open the door to love on people and to you know, just extend that. And if you're listening just to find out if we're going to have kids or not, well, there you go. Maybe. Um, so we're going on vacation next week. Don't Yay. know. Yes, it's, it's been a long summer in ministry, and uh, it's time. We're ready. Yeah. Um, so I don't know when our next episode will be up. I don't even know if this one's going to work. Hopefully it does. And if it does and you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to close with the, just the scripture that inspired the podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll just call this a light night. And uh, thank you so much. If you have topics you want to hear in the future, comments you want to make, things you want to do, you can comment or you can message our Facebook page, Perfect in Love with John and Kim. You can catch us on Instagram, same name. Um, or if you have that contact information, you, of course, can get a hold of us personally. Uh, and so here we are. So we're in First John, Chapter 4, uh, starting. I'm going to back up, actually, a little bit bigger than the inspired uh, word that Kimberly found when we were looking for the title of the podcast. So we're going to start in verse 16. Uh, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. So, folks, there's a lot more. and This book has a whole lot more to say on the topic. But right there, God is love. We're called to love. And if we don't have that, the rest really doesn't matter. So, go out and love on people. That's what we're called to do. 
Thank you so much. And, uh, have a good night. Good night.